Blog Talk Radio. Tonight on the Freaking Awesome Show, we have psychic, medium, and healer Holly Mullins on the show. Let's do this. Freaks out there, this is Ryan. Welcome to a very special Sunday night edition. It's good to be back on Sunday nights. And, you know, it's it's uh, a little bit harder than I thought it was going to be trying to get RJ to go to sleep. He may be sleeping right now. I honestly have no idea. He's in his room watching TV at the laundry. I took a laundry home from camp. It took a little bit longer than expected. Um Anyways, hope everyone's having a, a good weekend. Um, 
mine was pretty good. We had our friends uh, Michael and Kristen come over last night, and uh, we cooked dinner over the fire. We had chicken, and Angie cut up some squash and zucchini and put in butter with garlic salt and onion. It was so good. It probably was the best squash and zucchini I've ever had because it tasted like it was cooked and baked. Because it was the, the, the smoke from the fire got into the squash. It was really, really good. And then um, Angie marinated some chicken and some Italian dressing with uh, Texas peat uh, and garlic salt and onion salt. And uh, we cooked that over the fire. Um, actually, I should say Michael cooked it over the fire. I just kind of sit there looking pretty. So, but yeah, it was a, it was a good meal. And uh, we had, I guess we had some campers here last night who stayed. Because most, most of the time campers go home on Saturday, but we had a group stay for an extra week. So um, we had a movie night for them up at the camp and we made popcorn and and they uh had an ice cream sundae bar which was pretty cool so that's the extent of my excitement besides you know doing laundry uh, angie may or not be here tonight um but i do have a very special guest or two special guests actually one is a host and one is a guest i've got the host of vibe time with jerry the Jerry Pritchard Reyes, or GPR, as her friends call her. I don't know if anyone calls her that, but maybe we should start calling her GPR from now on. She's going to help me out tonight um, in case RJ doesn't want to stay in bed. So I'm going to go ahead and, and add her to the show here. Hello. What's up, GPR? How are you? Good. That's my new Good name, GPR. That works. GTR. That's how Michael called you called you that the other day. She was, she was like GTR. Oh, I'm like God. GTR. <laughs> I was like, like, oh, like, so Ray. I'm like, oh yeah. Yep. So I've got several names: Pritch, Twin, and now GPR. Perfect. GPR. At least your last name is just to give us an S. You need to be GPS. So... You know. So <laughs> look on the bright well, side. I got you on live too so i'm living it on my page oh hell yeah yeah so we're going all over the place we're all we're going worldwide tonight (laughs) that works for me on the world wide web so i'm excited i'm excited about this weekend coming up but i'm sad you're not going to be there it'll be okay i know i'm i'm upset about it but can't do nothing about it. <laughs> well, I know you're you're upset or sad that you weren't going to be able to see Holly. That's why I was like, you know what? Since we're doing the show on Sunday, and I know Angie can be busy doing her meds, you guys can you know we can have you on the show. You can guys you can talk to Holly. You know, you may not be able to see her, but at least you'll be able to talk to her. You know. Yeah, she could have brought me so, if I was. She could have bought me some eggs. I'm always asking for them, but she lives too far away. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know if it, it'd still be good all, all the way. I guess you could put them, like, in, a, like, a cooler or something to, to yeah, keep them fresh. Yeah, I guess so. But then, well, I wouldn't, then I'd have we'll to have come to, to your house to up. 
Hey, that's fine. Bring your massage table. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> we do. Yeah. So, but we we've got we've got Holly on the line. So, may as well, may as well just complete this uh, threesome we have going on here. And uh, oh yeah, let's not leave Holly let's get out. This party let's started. Right Woo! <laughs> Why, hello there. There we. Hello. Hello. Oh my goodness. The freaks are back together. How are you guys? <laughs> I'm good. How are you doing? I've got great ambience in the background, guys. There's a thunderstorm happening right now, so I promise I'm not nice. playing any creepy music in the background. I'm doing good, Jerry. Thank yeah. you. I'm going to miss you seeing you. I know. I'm going to miss seeing you, too. <laughs> but it'll be okay. It's going to be a lot of fun, but... Yeah, I have to do it. Do another uh, get together when everyone yeah, can really partake in it. Yeah, I really want to do this part. Uh, you know that one. You're doing that right, Holly. Which one? Are you gonna? You're gonna do a séance, right? Yes, absolutely. Yes. Yeah, that I just I loved it. That's why I'm upset because I have to really miss that, and that sucks. Well, you know, there's always another time and another place. It just wasn't meant for us to be there at the same time. Yeah, true. But I would have liked to be there for that because it was so, um, the last one you did that I went to or the first one that I went to was just so energetic. Right. There is a lot of energy. Mm -hmm. When you put that amount of people in a circle. (laughs) Yeah, it was really cool. Lord. That is the truth. Yeah. Did y'all hear that? Uh-uh. What did we miss? Was it thunder? Like lightning, like was that the scary music you were playing? My house. Oh, oh my shit. gosh. That was hilarious. <laughs> I can't believe yeah, all the excitement happening. Really good phone. Oh my gosh. Well, hopefully you're okay and it's not too bad. No, nah, it's all good. I'm in the hauler stuff. So. Hey, yeah, hey, but I bet uh, that shit. Up there, too. <laughs> yeah, it's all good. We needed the yeah. rain for the garden. Oh, definitely. I think it might rain where I am. Definitely clouding up. It's supposed to rain, it's yeah. supposed to rain tonight. I just I just want it to rain after I get done running running my equipment. This evening I'm working on something. No. What are you working on? I'm I'm working on uh, an intelligent spirit out out where I live at, and um, I'm running equipment and different things to see what it's going to do. It's really cool. Cool. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, it is really cool. So I'm going to go back, but it I mean here it's getting dark too, and it looks like it wants to rain. So hope it can rain. It just needed to hold off long enough for me to do my experiment. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I needed to do. <laughs> Hang on a second. Let me finish what I'm doing here, and then you can see green all you want. I realize I'm looking. I realize I have a, I have a playful of nachos from Taco Bell. I haven't touched yet because I was so excited about tonight that I was like, oh, crap. So I forgot to eat. <laughs> oh, man. So uh, how, when did you start, like, first getting into, like, doing seances? Holly. Um, let's see, it's been about, oh man, like I was doing seances when I was a teenager, but I didn't understand what I was doing, but 
Um, <laughs> knowingly, uh, knowing what I'm doing comfortably, probably about five years ago. Oh, wow. So, um, what was your what was your first experience like? For me, my first experience, um, it was it was different. Um, I actually just went right into leading seances, which is weird. It's just automatically that that's where I was leading them, and uh, that tends to happen, I think, a lot with uh, with energy workers, but also people who. Um, maybe are in the early stages of channeling as well. Oh, wow. Yeah, they're, they're interesting. Um, we've had different experiences with different ones. Um, sometimes the energy is just not right, and, and, you know, really know it. Sometimes it's the people in the group that you're with. Sometimes right. it's the location. Uh, just dependent on it, but they all are also different. You know, even, you know, last year we did have, or the year before we had, wasn't it last year, Lord? See, my calendar was the last up. year the one that we did? Yeah. Or was it I the year it was before? Last year. Or year before. Was it last year? Gosh, I can't oh, remember. Lord, I, just I, know know. Was, <laughs> I know it was really good. I really enjoyed it. I had, um, I have a different perspective on them now because, you know, when you watch like movies and you see them in there, it's really scary, you know, particularly if you had never done anything like that before. But yours was just not like that at all. No, because I think over, because of movies and the stigma behind seances, um, Mm -hmm. it just gave us a a bad reputation. Um, I can sit here and tell you, uh, looking back on my teenage self, which I didn't do it that often, I didn't know what I was even doing, um, you know, it, it's nice to be in the position or be around people that know what they're doing when you're conducting a seance. Uh, because right. if you're working in an area where, you know, they, they might be some bad energy there or energy attached to people who are at the seance, you know how to deal with that. Right, right. And and that one, the one that you did at the cabin, the, the first one I've ever done, I mean, you do stuff like that as a kid, but it's different when you're an adult. But the one that you did at the it was just really, really cool, and you could just feel the – you didn't feel any negative energy. You could just feel positive energy, and I just thought it was so cool. Absolutely. Uh, ultimately, all you're doing is acting as a conductor. All that energy, everybody's energy is flowing through each other, and we are acting as this huge lighthouse drawing good energy. And, um, you know, it, like I said, when you're working with someone who knows how to hold the seance, um, right. you, you will have a positive experience with it. Yeah, and I, I would like to learn how to do stuff like that. And it's And it's just because of the – the way the energy was feeling, you know, I mean, yeah. when you're doing energy work one-on-one with people, you know, it's it's kind of like the same thing, but then to have a yeah. whole group of people is just really, yeah. you know, really cool. It is. That's, what the, that's the part of it that people don't realize about is the spiritual aspect of it, is being able to feel each other's energies out, um, whether that be good or bad, because, you know, like I said, you'll have somebody come into the seance and they may have some type of attachment. They may have some type of um, things going energetically uh, going on around them in their life, and, and people will pick that up. Right. 
Right, and that's very true. But, you know, I didn't pick up anything negative in the one that we did. I know I forgot the reason why we had to break that circle, but I didn't <laughs> want it to break. <laughs> I, I believe you were probably part of the circle where Spirit came to me and I got a message that someone needed help in the rancher. Is that when that happened? I think so, because we had to break yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. But it and was, Ron had well, ran over there for me. Because it was killing me. Because you know as well as I do, Jerry, working with the energy, when you sense someone in need energetically, you want to run yeah. right toward them. Right. That's right. You don't want to leave any anybody, like, in that situation no. at all. Yeah, absolutely. So that's what I did. And it was actually very validating, which is everybody, you know, really yearns for that validation in anything they do. But during the seance, you know, I, I just kind of bucked up and I got this information saying, hey, someone is getting pulled out of the rancher because they're being attacked. And then uh, Ron had went up over to the rancher and confirmed that and come back. And I, I couldn't wait to break that circle. <laughs> I know. I know. I didn't want that circle broken. But like you said, somebody was in need of help. But, absolutely. you know, like I said, Hopefully you'll, um, even though you're doing this one, hopefully you'll come back again because how how far is it for you? Are you driving? I am driving. It's about, uh, I think it's a six-hour drive, six and a half, something like that. Yeah. Is Dallas coming? He is. Oh, cool. See, I would have had an opportunity to meet him. Now I can't, but it's it'll it's all good. Yeah, well, we'll we'll set something else up. I I promise we'll be back out there and uh, we'll do something good. Yeah, yeah. Well, hopefully with my, you know, going where I'm going, I'll get some answers. And if I don't, then I've made the decision. Um, I'm done <laughs> because of six doctors right. can't decide that I'm done. <laughs> oh Lord, you're still having the medical no. issues going on. Yeah, I got that my dizziness since November. So, um, if he can't figure out what it is, then I'm just gonna have to learn how to live with what I got going on. Yeah. So, Jerry, did you have COVID? No, I didn't have COVID. I had a dental procedure done. Um, I had a cavity filled, and the ne- very next day, I got vertigo. Oh my god. Uh huh. So, so, have I've they tried had... to take that feeling out? Huh? Have they tried to take the filling out? Have you thought about that? They did take it out, and it was replaced with the root canal um, because the, when they did the uh. filling, they found out that it was sitting on top of a nerve. So another doctor oh. came in and that filling out, and let's just do a root canal, which it did work. Um, it did right. help with some of the dizziness, but I still have it. Um, so hopefully this doctor will be able to help because it's, it's ridiculous, but if he can't, yeah, like I, I said, see. I'm going to learn to adjust. Right. I don't see how, how you function that way at all. I feel my heart goes out to you and all that healing energy. Yeah, hopefully it'll, yep, lift. Because, you know, it comes and goes. Now it's at a point where it's not as heavy as it was, but it's still there. Right. I don't know it's just there. And I'm like, really? So <laughs> hopefully... Yeah. That's, we'll that's see. So bad. Yeah, we'll see. If not, like I said, I'll have to learn how to live with it then, because I'll be done. Yeah. yeah. But, but enough about me. 
Tell me what your plans are when you come to the cabin. What am I going to be missing? Because you're, are you going to investigate too? I don't, I don't quite know everything that's going on that day. Since oh, I won't yeah, be there. Absolutely. Yeah. So um, our plans are to do the séance. Um, depending okay. on how many people we may do two séances, I'd like to do one and just keep it all together if we don't have too many pe- folks. Um, and then, yeah, jump into the investigations with everybody. Oh, that's so cool. That's what y'all do. So I'm back. Nice to... <laughs> oh, we didn't Welcome miss back. you, but okay. <laughs> well, okay, yeah. RJ we... got up, and I was like, oh, I'm trying to put myself on mute here. Oh, okay. I didn't, we didn't, we didn't, we forgot that you even, like, ditched us like that, Ryan. <laughs> that's, what, that's what it is, yeah. And we've got uh, we've got an Angie Parker sighting here as well, so hopefully she'll be joining us on the uh, on the program. Aww. Is she home? No, so, yeah, she's here. Oh well, she needs to get on. I know. I'll tell you what, she's uh, she's indisposed at the moment, but she will she'll be joining us shortly. So, um, what are there are there certain things that you have to do, like to your like mentally, yourself, Holly, before you start a seance? Like, do you protect yourself, or you what do you what do you usually do to prepare yourself to have a seance? Um, I start by grounding and unshielding myself, and I say that for myself because I'm an energy worker, and one of my downfalls is that I heavy shield myself, which in certain circumstances can kind of certainly get in the way. Um, so I'll bring my shield down a little bit, which serves as my protection as well, and uh, then jump into the seance. I do a grounding as I sit down and pretty much walk everybody in the group through grounding themselves and taking some deep breaths in and out, but initially what I'm doing is helping them settle their energy. Right. Yeah, yeah I, I kind of remember that when, you, when we got into that into that seance, everybody had to be nice and relaxed. I do remember that. Absolutely, yeah, because it puts you in that state, um, that meditative state. Um, it's the same kind of meditative state I work with people when we're doing past life regression. Um, even when you're doing energy work, you know, this area, you put them in that meditative state just by kind of pushing your aura out and helping them to relax. Right. I think a lot of times people picture seances as like sitting around a crystal ball and, you know, people with like, you know, shawls and stuff and you're like, ooh, I see that, you know, but it's not, that's not exactly, that's not what it is at all. It's not, absolutely, but, you know, having a crystal ball in the, on the table is wonderful uh, because it is a type of scrying, so it is a tool that can be used. So it's not just decoration. Uh, people can use that as a scrying tool. Uh, scrying is very difficult to start out. Um, you have to be in the right mindset and, and really not let your human mind get in the way of, of what you're seeing um, because we always want to, uh, I know myself, I like to debunk everything, you know, what I'm seeing is a reflection of this or that, but in reality, scrying is letting your mind go to see images and something like a crystal ball. 
Wow. Well, for some reason, I don't know why, but I'm hearing, I'm hearing double. So. I don't know why. <laughs> Is that the live playing in the background too? Is someone watching it? I've got live. I've got Facebook live going in the background, but I have. I normally do it that way though. Wonder why it's why it's called creating an echo. I took the show off of my laptop. I X'd out of that completely. Let me see something. Could it be that I got you on speakerphone? Does that sound better now? Yeah. I mean, you sound yeah, fine. Okay, yeah. Oh, it's Ron. That's, that's Is good. that better? Right. That could have been it because I had the speaker on. It's hard for me to um hold a phone up to my left ear now because of this crap I got going on. Uh, so I have to, like, keep people on speaker, yeah. unfortunately. Yeah. Well, I get it. I've got my AirPods in because RJ should be sleeping, but it's not. <laughs> the joys of yeah. having a toddler. Yeah. Joys, that's what it is. Yeah, yeah. I'll just keep keep call it that. That's I'll, I'll keep calling it that. Joys. <laughs> Let me see if I can. So how how down. important. How important is it to uh, to have good energy and not bring baggage with you when you go into a seance? Did you ask how important it is? Yeah, to not bring baggage with you when you to a Yeah, it is very important. You know, a lot of people get offended um, because we can't scan people before they come in to a location where we're doing a seance. It just happens. When you're around that person, you'll feel their energy. Sometimes some people are not aware that they're putting that energy off. They're not aware of their own baggage. So it's hard to kind of just pick on somebody and say, hey, could you sit at the seance because your baggage is a little heavy? You know? <laughs> not everybody is receptive to that, that. You know, it's, it's very hard, but it, it is very important because um, you never know what's going to happen during a seance when you're working with different energies um, and entities. What's the craziest thing that's going to happen to you during a seance? Oh, my God. That's a lot. Oh, my gosh. I have to think on that. There's been so many different experiences in seances. It's been crazy. Um, one that tops it is definitely um, the situation that happened there at the cabin um, with whoever was being attacked in the rancher. That was pretty cool. But um, I've never encountered anything that was malevolent, and I would never allow that into a circle. Uh, so it would never be an issue, I know, with, with my seance or anybody, again, who know how to properly um, conduct a seance. That makes sense. Yes. Ryan, you there? Yeah, I'm here. RJ bit his tongue, so I was just, uh, he was upset, so I was trying to figure out what was, what was going on with him. That's the worst huh, Okay. So, when that's you heard that, that voice come through, yeah, and it's terrible, especially when you're not, when you just do, I guess you're never expecting it to happen, but, you know, right. 
Or when you bite the side of your, the side of your mouth, too. That sucks, too. Or your lip. Either one. Biting anything that's not food sucks. Well, you know. So when you when you got that voice coming through about about the uh, person who needed help in the cabin, what did it sound like? Was it a female, male? Um, you know what? I, I don't recall it being a certain sex. It's just a, a message that was received by me. I, I don't remember a male or female if there was. I don't particularly. Um, remember going to male or female it was just a, a telepathic message that kind of was just imprinted inside of me and, and through a vision through a feeling uh, uh. well it's a good feeling well not really good feeling but a correct feeling yeah it's always um i think that's the time your balls got stuck up in your body mm. <laughs> Hey, when that happens. <laughs> Ron was a little bit worried about my reaction to going over to the rancher. <laughs> I was like, oh, crap. What's going on now? Because I know what happens over there. And I know I know what has happened to people over there. So I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah. yeah. See, I, I don't Never. even know all the stories, and it's funny because Friday night we all got together just for a private get together, and you know we had a couple of drinks and everything, and that's when I turned into damn Holly Caputo, is what Dallas calls me. <laughs> and a couple of drinks. Uh, he took me over yeah. to the rancher. <laughs> he took me over to the rancher and walked me through to certain parts of the house and I was like he took me to the kitchen and I was like I'm not really feeling much here so he took me to the bedroom uh, where, where Melissa was murdered and raped and at that time I wasn't I don't really look up information of, of these locations, never have because it's just not my thing, I like to go in blind and all these feelings started coming in and I just started kind of reacting how her energy was reacting, and it just spouted out, and I was just like, wow, that's just terrible for the girl, you know, because that what happened there was it's definitely imprinted on that location. So I can definitely understand between that and what's going on in the basement um, why you guys would be concerned. What's been your favorite place to do a seance? Um, Oh, my gosh. Uh, probably the Cambry House. Oh, I do have a story to tell you guys. Um, the Cambry House is located in Nauvoo, Illinois, um, and we do a lot of stuff there throughout the year. Uh, we'll be going back in October, actually. Really small, old house. Uh, it's been in the family for a very long time. And so Rebecca, the owner, um, of course, has it now. And we were doing a seance in the backyard. And on the land, it's associated with Native American uh, burial mounds. For sure, 100%. I know people hear that all the time, but we actually went and visited the mounds. 
But anyway, we were in seance that night with the public and a bunch of other psychics who were sitting around. Even Dallas was there at that time. And all of a sudden, I started channeling and not realizing I was channeling. And I kept saying, whispering in the woods, whispering in the woods. And then all of a sudden, my friend, Cynthia, across from me is going, Holly, Holly, Holly. She's like screaming for me to come and help her. And I'm sitting there going, whispering in the woods, whispering in the woods. I'm like, what in the hell? And that same night, Dallas starts wandering off. We had no clue where he went. Like, he was outside of the lot range of where we were because it was it was pitch dark. And he didn't realize he was walking out in the woods. Like, he was out on the outskirts of the woods. And I was like, what were you doing? He's like, I don't even know how I got here. So lots of energy from that seance. And um, it was really cool because we had a couple of guests there. And this is a perfect example of the energy that you bring to a seance, um, that these these individuals uh, practice as well. But I noticed from the energy in the seance that we had a couple standing outside of the perimeter line of the lighting of the backyard where we were under a huge tent. And then I quickly realized what they were doing. And so here I go in that protective mode, and it, it was just like I, I can't go on to seance until this energy is cleared. Um, so that's a, another perfect example of, of what people bring into a seance into that room. Mm-hmm. Well, that was, well, that was wow. That's crazy. What would happen if you would get somebody that, that – has that negative energy or do you address that or what do you do oh yeah i'm not one of those who don't address it <laughs> i don't sugarcoat anything because people need to know this people don't oh, yeah, take the paranormal and the spirituality as serious as they should so they see it as a cheap thrill coming to a seance or um, any location, really, if they're going in to investigate. But you could, you have to be mindful of that. Anybody has to be mindful of that. You could be the one um, who causes the energy fluctuations in the room, whether that be bad, whether that be good. But when you come in with that, that baggage, again, people don't recognize their own baggage, but you can. And that's when I tend to take them aside. If something's happening off in the, in the same. I'm not going to pinpoint somebody out in front of other people, but I would definitely take them on aside and say, I feel like that you need to, uh, you know, have some clearing done, some energy work, and maybe put them people into touch with someone locally, not myself, because, you know, I'm just traveling through. I couldn't give them the help that they needed. Right. That would be like that would be like me going, I went to a seminar one time, and this lady had some ickies on her. And it was really bad. Yeah. She couldn't figure out why she couldn't get a job. And I was, and I, and I just pulled her aside and talked mm-hmm. to her about it. And I keep sage in my in my car. So I was like, "Well, do you mind if I smudge you <laughs> and help you out?" And she <laughs> said, "No, not at all." Because it was just, I don't know what she brought with her, but it was just very icky, like blocking. Yeah. Good fortune right. if that See, makes. Right, absolutely, and you're right on that, Jerry. I immediately address things like that, attachments, um, things like that. I will instantly help someone out, but I will also remind them that it's up to them to keep the proper care afterwards because when you remove attachments from someone, they don't realize how vulnerable they are of getting the same attachment back if they don't do the things to clear um, the, the things in their life that cause it. Right, that's right, and she had a lot of crap going on, but, boy, you could, you could just yep. – Feel the 
ickies, the icky, the heaviness, and I'm just like, no, 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 no. <laughs> and thank you, you know, I, I think she thought I was cray cray, but I'm really not, you know. I mean, I'm trying to help. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. right, no. I've been on other investigations before. They're not every time, but where we've done public uh, public events and we would be part of the investigations. And here and there we do run across that one. It seems like every time it's a woman. I have no clue why. Right. <laughs> but it typically right. is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and so far some of the situations that I've had, it's predominantly women for some reason. Absolutely. And I think it's like the high emotions, you know, the emotions in a woman and, um, of course, everything that goes in between there, like um, their mental state plays a big part of that. And, of course, hormonal women or women who have been in bad situations, men tend to guard themselves more than women. Yeah, that's true. So do you think... Do you, do you think women are more easily, like, like spirits can attach themselves more easily to, to women than men? I think it depends, on, it depends on their vulnerability. Attachments come from many things. PTSD, mm-hmm. they come from um, abuse, uh, you know, alcohol abuse, substance abuse. It's about your inner strength, you know. It's about that soul strength that you have. But, yeah, it, I mean, a lot of women show these uh, signs. Of course, uh, we, me and Jerry just talked about that's what we predominantly see out there. However, not, not counting out me. I do see that in them as well because not every man has that steel guard around them. Some have been battered. We always think of domestic abuse as just women. Men have been in them positions too. They have been, um, it's like they carry more feminine energy within them. And that's something to count and think about too. That's true. This is going to sound like a dumb question. But for those of you, for like people who don't know, how does one get an attachment? Can you just go outside and get an attachment, or you have to go to a haunted house to get an to get an attachment? How does one attract something like that? Um, so there's different types of attachment, um, and we could go on about that all night. But what you're talking about, saying someone walks into a location where they're investigating, yes, I've had an attachment come back to, like, from St. Albans with me that time um, to the location I was, but they left. So that's a different type of attachment. So typically attachments that I see and work with are these deeper wounds that people have picked up over time, and it's from themselves. So think of it as um, when we talk about shielding, you're protecting yourself, right? You have this uh, pure light around you. Nothing's penetrating that. A lot of pe- Most people don't know about that, um, and a lot of people don't realize that they're carrying around something. They know there's something dark there. They would never tell anybody about it. Um, so this is my thing, and I always tell everybody that I don't take attachments. Um, I mean, I take attachments seriously, but, you know, a lot of people um, will automatically just come up to me and say, hey, I think I have an attachment, you know. Right. <laughs> it, it don't work that way all the time, and people will get it in their mind that they do when they really don't. It's just another aspect of what someone would think is an attachment, but it's blood that they need to remove from their life and around them. So is that think about it. Talking about the attachment, is it like uh, it's like it's like a, another human following you around, or is it more like just energy? 
that type of attachment is a is someone who was once human, um, a loved one, an ancestor, someone who is trying to get your attention. Most of the time, they do not stay around for a long point of time unless they are some type of spirit guide or a loved one or ancestor, um, because they're just ultimately trying to get you awakened and listen to them. Because whether people realize it or not, we all are in that state of awakening, uh, and so spirits tend to follow people around or aka attach themselves. For me, what an attachment means is <laughs> you have some bad mojo attached to you. I've removed attachments from people that look like a face hugger from freaking Predator, like it's crazy. Um, so they come in, in various um, uh, images and, and ways as parasites on a lower dimensional plane. Imagine how many people are out there right now who don't know people like you or Jerry who have this attached yeah. to them and just sucking the energy out and they have no idea what's going yep. on and they can't figure out why, why they can't be, they can't get happy. Right, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it's- if you look at uh, prisons, um, I, I have prison guard friends, places like that, hospitals, nursing homes, they all carry these um, this, this energy, and it's ominous a lot of the times, right, because it's a lower vibrational plane. Think of all the things that happens in these locations, feelings that are lower vibrational. That turns into something, and if people are wounded, they're, they're not healed. You know, there's a part of them where their soul is missing, you know. Mm-hmm. That's true, and they definitely reason why the prisons are so active. <laughs> true. Yeah. yeah. I I know that I had picked up something. Um, with my dizziness, and I had to have with two attachments removed that somebody picked up on me that I couldn't pick up. I just knew oh, yeah. that I had the desire to do some things, and I found it very odd and out of the ordinary because yeah. I'm all about my energy work, but this dizziness yep. was like so heavy. I can't explain it to you. It was like somebody stuck a brick on my head, and it was just sitting there. And, I mean, when I look back on some of my Facebook pictures, I could see that. Um, right. And then a person, you know, other than me, because, you know, you see yourself yep. every day. So yep. sometimes you have to have somebody else Absolutely. do work on you. And they were able to, um, Teresa Sayers uh, from Crossroads, she was like, oh, no, there's something up, you know. And she messaged me immediately, and she was like, you got something, you know, attached I see it you know and as soon as the work was done um it was like that heavy brick that I had on my head because I mean it just it was really bad it was like I was carrying a monkey on my back that's what it felt like after they did that work it just it lifted that part of it I mean I still have my dizziness but it wasn't like it was so I I don't know where I picked it up I don't know, you know, you know could have been. 
I think, Jerry, if, it, if this makes sense to you, um, and, and not only because I know we put out there, we talk about prisons, hospitals, we talk about damaged people getting attachments, but then we don't talk about the medical problems. So, you know, right. the things that you've been going through, I'm sure there's been depression in there too, right? God, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Because yeah. it's a change. And we know that's lower vibrational, and, you know, we can't help it. We, I understand that completely. So it ain't, it doesn't make us any less of healers because we have to have work done to us because in, at the end we have to take care of ourselves too. Absolutely. Right. Right. And I and I haven't done some of my stuff lately. I'm just now getting back on my feet because I couldn't. It's not that I couldn't. I just didn't want to. Right. Mm-hmm. You Absolutely. Know, you didn't have that drive. I, when you don't have that drive, it's like, well, fuck. Because when you yeah. have something medically wrong with you, I get it 100%. I don't have what you have going on, but I have other things that, you know, because of having COVID kind of sit me down that path. And it's, it's, it will, it's very hard on you. We're still human at the end of the day. Right. That's right. That's right. And I knew that some of the energy work that I did, I knew it would take take some stuff. So I was like, oh, no, yeah. you know what, I'm, I'm not doing this. So I'm getting – you know, back on my feet where I feel confident enough to be able to schedule my Reiki appointments. Because if I didn't feel confident enough to do it, yep. I wouldn't do it. I know Absolutely, what, me either. Yeah, I wouldn't. But people trip me out, though, because they're like, they're like, are you sure you're capable of doing that? And I'm like, not, I wasn't a couple months ago, but, you know, I'm at the point where I know that I can start getting back yeah. into stuff so comfortable doing it. It's Absolutely, time. because we are, we uh, believe it or not, we can gauge our own time. You know, I know when I need to back off from doing energy work. I know I need to yeah. back off from doing readings. There's that time you have to give back to yourself because, again, at the end of the day, you're human. A lot of people who see people like us with abilities that do different things like this, they, they only want help, and I understand that. But sometimes it gets very, very overbearing when you're trying to fix things in, in yourself in them times. Right. And then you have the energy people, the people that do energy work that regardless of what they're going through, they're going to do it anyway. And I just, I'm just like, oh my gosh. No, (laughs) I don't agree with that. And you're like, why are you doing that? You know, and it's just, it trips me because everybody needs Everybody you know, needs I think, help. Jerry, it's because it's, it's not conscious. It's not conscious healing. And right. when you're not consciously healing, what happens is you're mindlessly healing. And not saying that it's any different by any means, but to that person who's doing the healing and putting out the intentions, for them, that's going to be harder because um, they're, they're letting go of a lot of energy they needed to conserve for themselves. Right, right. You're absolutely right about that. So. I guess it goes down to the back of the old saying, if you have to, you have to take care of yourself before you can take care of others. Absolutely. Right. right. You know, and there's some people that, um, and I hope I don't get knocked for this one, but they have so much crap going on that I don't want them touching me because I know they got crap yeah. going on. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I don't I know. know. I don't, I've never understood that either. Yeah, like I, there's people I know here in this area that do certain things like massage therapy and stuff like that, and I'm like, I'm glad that you trust that person to touch you because I wouldn't let them touch me with a 10-foot pole with all the shit they got going on because you're transferring energy, you're you're touching them, 
you know, you're right. you you're right. doing gosh, it's still energy work to me. It's just a different level of it. It's mo it's you know, you're messing with people's muscles and, you know, things like that. But that that person is still putting their hands on you and I just shake my head because I you know, when you know things it's like why? <laughs> why? Well, it's the same thing with, you know, it's the same thing with any type of reading. You know, when they when you know that person is 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 mentally off. You know, it's just like whoa. Well, you you need to be giving yourself a reading their hoodies. Exactly. That's why when I've been mentally off since November, I didn't touch. I didn't want to do cards. I didn't want to do readings. Reiki myself. Mm-hmm. I want a Reiki. I did Reiki myself. Um, but I didn't want to be raking anybody else because some of the Absolutely. people that I deal with, they're empaths. And the last thing I need is an empath to get my dizziness or to be sitting there in a session picking up my dizziness. I mean, you know, it's like, right. no. Yeah, no, absolutely, because a lot of people, I mean, a massive amount of people don't understand what being empathic is, and they don't know how to control it. Right. Exactly. So that's the last thing I need. I mean, I have a young lady that would that would come to me for Reiki. She would bring her whole family to me. I had a family of four, five, four uh-huh. that would come to me. And while I was doing Reiki on on you know the the one cousin, the other one would be sitting there reading my aura. You know, no problem. <laughs> She'd be telling me what my colors were. You know, but she's also an, an empath, and she was trying to understand what that what that meant. She was. She could just pick up everything, and you know, right. I was teaching to you know become more comfortable with that. So the last thing I need is girlfriend to be coming over to my house and saying, "Gosh, what you know, this is going on with you." You know, hell no. <laughs> right, understandable. You know, just as well as I do when you're in impact, you pick up everything like a sponge. You know, and yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the last thing I need is for somebody that I'm trying to help to say, oh, God, now, like, I, you know, if or that if I was to see you in person and you put your hand on me like you did on my back at the cabin, you would you would definitely pick up my dizziness. You'd right. be like a whole, it's almost like you're drunk without being drunk. <laughs> you're without the fun part. Yeah, but you're not under the, you're, you're not drunk. But that's how it feels mm-hmm. now. In the beginning, that's how it felt. Now it's very minimal, but it's there. It's very noticeable. Well, I'm glad that it's at least minimal. I mean, yeah. I, I hope that this doctor can give you answers and you can get through it and come out with a, you know, a good outcome. Yeah, we're hoping. So, you know, fluorescent lights are the devil. I can tell you that. <laughs> yeah, 100%. I'm fine until I get under those, you know, or I walk, (laughs) walking really fast, or like at nighttime, sometimes my equilibrium is thrown off only when I'm walking, though, and I'm like, oh, my God. So, yeah, (laughs) we'll see. But I I really, you know, I hope that you come back again and do this, that type of event again, because I know a lot of people are looking forward to this coming up weekend. Oh, I'm so excited. Yeah, it's gonna be a lot of fun. Ryan, you should do. You should at least do some live though, since I won't be able to be there. And you know, at least. Uh, I can, of course. Yeah, I see some <laughs> stuff going on. I will do a live. I'll do a live broadcast of the uh, of the seance. 
yeah, that would be nice, or at least some of some of it, you know, just so I can not feel so late. <laughs> I have to bring Holly and Dallas in for another walkthrough of the cabin. Oh, yeah. Da- has Dallas been there? No, he hasn't. Oh. <laughs> He's going to. Yeah. He's in for a treat. He's in for a treat. Yeah. Yeah, he is in for a treat. That's going to be cool. We've got. Edmunds. Uh, it thinks about Kimberly not being able to come out to the event on Saturday. We're going to miss her. Oh, yeah, that sucks. Yeah. Yeah, but you. But we've got. We've got oh, Howie and Kat oh, coming out, so that's going to be fun. I would make sure when you bring. Are you bringing trinkets? Am I bringing my products and stuff? Is that what you're asking? Yeah, trinkets. <laughs> um, I was. Um, I'm not sure. I may still set up during the event because right now what I'm doing is I'm opening up my time from 12 to 4 p.m. to do readings personally at the cabin before the event. If anybody's interested, they can like make an appointment through me or they can message Ron, um, and and he can get with me on it. But um, yeah, I'll I'll definitely try and bring my products if everything works out good. Yeah, I think you should take some pictures of trinkets so I can see what you've so what so I can see what you've done. I think I got like what a necklace. Yep, that was Dallas. Yep. Yeah, yeah, I got Dallas's bracelets too. Those were nice. You need to bring a couple of those out. Yeah. Yeah. At least bring some trinkets. Yeah, we definitely will. I know he's got a bunch of bracelets and keychains and necklaces made up. We got a few events coming up for the rest of the year. You know, you can always try to sell it. You know, no one, if not many people show up during the day, you can always try to have them set up before the event and people who are come, actually coming for the fans may want to get some stuff too. Yeah, I figured I'd leave it out like I done last year or the year before, whenever yeah. the last event was, because my calendar messed up my head. <laughs> it was last year. Even though last year was okay. such a fucked up year, it feels like it feels like two years, but it, it was, was. Like, it was last year. Yeah, yeah really good. Okay, good. Uh, well, I know Jerry wants to get outside and do her her. Uh, her work before uh, it starts pouring down rain out there. Yeah. So I'm going to go ahead and uh, does anybody else have any more questions or anything else going on? Nope. I just got on my Tuesday night, I got um, Denny Denny O'Rourke coming back um, so we can finish our discussion with Williamsburg. That's the only thing that that I wanted to to say real quick, and that'll be at eight o'clock on Tuesday night. Yes, yes, five time with Jerry, eight o'clock Tuesday nights, right yeah. before the freaking awesome show, and we are doing supernatural news on Tuesday night. So we're excited about that. Yeah, it's one our one of our favorite shows. You have fun with that show, Holly. We sure did. <laughs> Well, All right, Holly, what is, how do people – let me finish your thought, Jerry. I'm going to finish your thought. Being able to see that she ditched us, did the thunder get her? 
No, I, I think she's still here. Y'all talking over each no, other. No, she's here. No, she's here. Yeah, yeah, you. we're professionals here. <laughs> <laughs> if anybody needs to get a hold of me, you can um, check out intuitivehealerholly.com. Um, you can read my latest blog there. There's an interesting one up about channeling, about uh, really cool experiences that's been going on in my mind in Dallas's life for the past uh, year. Also, you can reach out on Facebook, Intuitive Healer Holly Mullins, and you can also go over to Behind the Third Eye. Me and Dallas do a live every Wednesday called Spiritual Vomit, and where you just let the spiritual talk slow. Nice. Awesome. Awesome. <laughs> well, guys, thank you so much for coming on the show. This this was a lot of fun. Kind of, kind of uh, crazy a little bit with everything going on, but you know, that's always how it was, that's what happens sometimes. Yep. Yeah, it does. Shit happens, but I do appreciate you for yes, having me on, Ron. I can't wait to see you. See, I can't wait either. I'll see you Friday night, and uh, looking forward to it. Absolutely, it's good talking to you, Jerry. I hope everything goes well. Thank you, and y'all have a great night. Love you guys. Have- All right, guys. Have a good night. Bye. Bye. Well, that was fun having uh, Holly and Jerry on the show tonight. It was cool having this uh, little special Sunday night show. I had scheduled the show a few months ago back when my show was regularly scheduled on Sunday nights. And... uh, we came to camp. We had to move our show to Sunday to Tuesdays because Sunday nights didn't work out for Angie. Um, so we'll be back on Tuesday night with Supernatural News um, right after Vibe Time with Jerry. And uh, yeah, we'll be and we got and we're looking forward to seeing everyone at the cabin this weekend. Um, we got the folks from the Rift, Rift Radio Network coming on out there to help us out. We got the the um, Folks from uh, Commonwealth Researchers of the Paranormal helping us out too. So it's going to be a lot of fun. Looking forward to it. Hope you guys have a great night, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye.